Warning, MF Uncensored contains adult language and discussion. Listener discretion is advised. We're a couple of misfits. We're a couple of misfits. What's the matter with misfits? That's where we fit in. We're not happy and dilly. Don't go around with Hello, everyone, and welcome back to MF Uncensored. Don't forget, if you guys are listening to us on the go, you can find us on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, basically anywhere you get your podcast. You can also find more of our content on our website, themisfitfaction.com. There you find links to not only this show, but some of our other shows like Cinematic Adventures and the Multiverse Fancast. As always, I'm one of your hosts, Paul, and I'm just doing the intro for you guys today. Today, we have an awesome interview set up for uh, all of you guys, hopefully to enjoy and uh, maybe even learn something from, because we are talking a little bit about the internet and internet safety, and we have an expert here with us today, and uh, she's going to go through kind of what she does after the break, and uh, it's important stuff. So everybody who's anybody uses the internet. It is not something that's uncommon anymore. You know, when I was growing up, the internet, if you uh, press the internet button on your phone, you had to very quickly try and uh, turn that off before you got charged. Nowadays, you have the internet everywhere you go. It's constantly on. It's something that we use, uh, something that we enjoy, and hopefully something that doesn't take advantage because in this day and age, you have no idea who you're talking to. I'm sure a lot of you guys don't even know what I look like or what I do for a living or any of these things. I'm just a guy with a nice podcast voice who's bringing you content every week. So our host, or excuse me, our guest is uh, somebody who specializes in what we call catfishing or internet safety with uh, respect to people who you may not know if they're actually who they say they are, whether they're fake celebrities or people trying to take advantage of uh, people who don't know better. We do a great episode today with uh, a lot of stuff involved. So really quick, though, before we get started, don't forget, if you guys are looking for more content, as I mentioned before, our website, themisfitfaction.com. You can also find us on every social media, so make sure you guys look up MF Uncensored or The Misfit Faction. We also want to thank Podbean for being a featured Podbean podcast of the month. Podbean has been hosting us for, uh, ever since we started. We love it. We've used it. We've enjoyed it. And uh, we're really grateful to be a featured podcast. It's a really cool honor. And uh, we're also closing in on 10,000 downloads. So even cooler. So with that, we are going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we are going live with Patsy Roach. Hey guys, it's Paul, and the Misfit Faction is looking for your help. We are trying to grow not only our network, but also grow our brands, and the best way to do that is if you guys are looking to start your very own podcast. Maybe you guys have been listening to us for a while. Maybe it's something you guys have always wanted to do, but you're not sure how to get started. If you go to podbean.com slash misfitfaction, you guys will get a month of free podcasting on us. That is a gift from us. So make sure if you guys are looking to start your own show, you reach out to us and go to podbean.com slash misfitfaction. Also, maybe you guys have your own online business or service. You're always looking to grow, and advertising is a very big part of that. If you guys go to sponsorship.podbean.com slash misfitfaction, you guys can get $100 worth of free advertising, again, as a thank you from us to you guys. That's sponsorship.podbean.com slash misfitfaction. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to MF Uncensored. Don't forget, if you guys are listening to us on the go, you can find us on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, basically anywhere you get your podcast. You can also find more of our content on our website, themisfitfaction.com. There you find links to not only this show, but some of our other shows like Multiverse Fancast and Cinematic Adventures. As always, I'm one of your hosts, Paul, with me via the Zoom studio. This is going to be a fun one. This is going to be one that I, I'm excited about because just... The topic alone is something that's so prevalent, especially if you are single. If you are a single person and it is, you know, it's rolling around to Valentine's Day, people are looking for love in all the wrong places, this is the episode for you to listen to. 
All right, and joining me today is Miss Patsy Roach. Patsy, how are you today? I'm fantastic. How you doing? You know what? I can't complain. It's a, a beautiful Saturday at time of recording. When this gets released, who knows, because I'm not good at stuff like that. But I'm just excited to be here. So most of you guys who have been listening to this show for a while know that I love to do a little pre-interview with my guests. I like to kind of chat with them. It's a, it's a standard. It's something that most shows do. And there are very few times where I do an interview. And the, during the pre-show, I'm already getting excited and starting to ask questions. And this, this, one, this one's going to be very interesting. So Patsy, why don't you first tell our listeners what it is you do? Well, I, I'm a secretary for a company in St. Louis. My tagline on LinkedIn and some of the other places is super secretary at night, passionate blogger and podcast. No, wait, <laughs> super secretary during the day, passionate blogcaster and podcaster at night. Love it. All right. So why don't you tell us a little bit about your blog? Because I have it up right now. I'm going to link it for anybody <laughs> who wants to see it. And like already, I'm, I'm trying not to be distracted by it because I keep looking at <laughs> it. But please tell our listeners a little bit about your blog. Sure. Six years ago, I'm Catholic and I was in church. And on the back of the church bulletin was an advertisement for CatholicMatch.com. I didn't know anything at all about online dating, you know. So, and not that I was really looking for anybody, but I'm curious and I will go and search things out to find out more about them. So I went ahead and signed up. Now, Nothing happened there. So I think because I'm too liberal. <laughs> but a friend said, oh, you should try Match.com. So I'm like, oh, okay, just for the heck of it. So I signed up for Match.com. And then within, man, a couple minutes of getting my profile released, I got a message from a guy. Mm -hmm. He was in, says he was in the Army. You know, the, these guys who pretend to be in the Army always say, well, I'm on a peacekeeping mission and name that country is what I always say. And so we started emailing and the emails were just a little weird to me because he would write these long emails of sweet talk and how he's going to retire in three months and he'll move anywhere, you know, the woman he meets lives. And my first thoughts were, I don't want you moving here. You don't have any friends here. You'll smother me. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's exactly how I felt, you know, and so, um, but I mean, it was all this sweet talk. And I was just like, God, this is weird. And I would write back, but my comments would be very short. Mm -hmm. And so a couple of days later, I'm at work, and I was talking to my coworker about it. And I showed him, showed her the picture. She goes, is he in the army? And I said, yeah, she goes, he's a scammer. I go, what do you mean? So she explained this whole thing to me. So I went home, Googled this guy's picture. Boom, it said scammer underneath it. And I really freaked out at the time. I was just like, oh, my God, you know. Well, I sent him an email, said, I know you're a scammer. Don't contact me ever again. And then I blocked him. And then this was just a thing that just kept going on. And I went to our time. I had a couple on there. And then the big one is plenty of fish. Oh, yeah. Which I refer to as plenty of fakes. And that was where I was getting bombarded by. By that time, I knew and I would kid my hairdresser, Debbie, I would say, God, I'm getting all these w stories, you know, and I would tell them to her every time I was in there. And I'm like, you know, maybe I need to start a blog about this because I don't think anybody would believe the stuff that I'm being told, you know, and said, you know. So she was a big supporter of it. So I think it was in October, six years ago, I started my blog and I would just start posting all the story, the screenshots of the conversations, mainly 
military guys, mm -hmm. you know. Later on was when I would get fake celebrities. Fake Chris Pratt wanted me to send him a $40 iTunes card. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that sounds And normal. I'm like, you're a millionaire. You're a guardian of the galaxy. I mean, come on. You don't, you know. And then, you know, Chris Evans, Prince Harry, Prince Andrew, Billy Idol. And the thing I learned, which I also learned from another website that I'll, I, I follow, I'll talk about later, that whenever they try to video chat with you, it's the worst grainy video. The lips never match what they're saying. And I'm just like, please, who do you think I am? You know, I, I can spot a fraud pretty quickly, especially now. And they would keep, then of course the voice is not an American voice, mm -hmm. you know, like I just had fake Chris Evans yesterday. Don't, I lost count of them. And he's like, I'll video chat you. I'm like, okay. He, it's not Chris Evans. I knew it wasn't. I played along. And um, the voice was a Nigerian kid. He ended up popping up on the video and I took a picture, you know, so I, I post all the scammer of real scammer pictures on my blog as well. But this just kept going on. It was the same thing. And I mean, I make it funny and interesting, but it's a very serious subject. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, I, so then like two years ago, I just, I had told this one reporter in St. Louis from KSDK channel five, I said, I really want to start a podcast about this because I just think, Reading it is one thing, but listening to me talk about it, I think is a little more interesting. And so she's like, oh, you've got to, you've got to. So she was a big supporter of it. Unfortunately, she took a job in Seattle, so I don't keep in touch with her like I used to. But the, the podcast kicked off and I get about one episode a month. I would like to do more, but my topic is so specific. Mm -hmm. I try to have guests and then I have other episodes where I talk and I could talk for hours, but I have to limit myself. And I don't want people to just come every episode just to hear me talk. I try to incorporate other stuff in it. But but yeah, it's and I'm still, you know, like I said, most of these are on Instagram now. Oh yeah. I'm not really on the dating sites. I keep my dating site on plenty of fish because I recognize guys that I know are scammers. So I'll send them a message, you know. And I mean the big thing is even if it's Instagram or Twitter, they don't want to stay on that platform. They want to move you to like Google Hangout or WhatsApp or because I, if I was told correctly, they can't be tracked on that. Where on the actual Instagram app, they can be tracked or traced or whatever. So, but I'm like, I have a Google, I'll move. I have all my tools that I use on them and it's, it's fun, but it's also a serious subject. Absolutely. And you didn't even say, what was the uh, name of your podcast? It's online. It's boring. It's online dating with Patsy podcast. The exact, almost the exact same as your yeah. other site. So actually that probably works out for you guys. So it makes it easier for people to find your information. Cause I, I think it's important, you know, especially nowadays it used to be, you would get the, the spam phone call. Like it would just be like, you know, Oh, I have fun with those guys. <laughs> I have too much fun. My, my wife makes fun of me because I I'll stay on the phone with them and I'll chat with them and I'll be like, Oh my God, my car's extended warranties up. You, that can't yeah. be true. Come on guys. But yeah, I totally like, I really do think that this is an important subject matter, especially for women. It's, it's a safety issue. You know, I've been out of the dating pool for quite some time, happily enough too, because dating is just not, it's not always the best experience. And no. nowadays you don't know who you're talking to. Like my wife told me that when like her and I went on our first date, like she told people where she was going. She told people who she was with. I was like, I, that's something as a man I'd never thought about. So like it, it, it was a great perspective shift for me. So for you, though, you said that Instagram's the biggest one that you get. 
So what it is is now I go by a different name. I don't go by Patsy. I go by Suzanne Sugarbaker. And if you're a fan of the TV show Designing Women, she was my favorite character on there. And none of these guys know who Suzanne Sugarbaker is. So I go by that name. But it's my actual picture that I use. Not this one. It's an older one where I don't have pink hair. And they'll follow me. And then I follow them back. And within minutes or seconds, they're sending me a message. Mm -hmm. You know, hi, pretty. Hey, gorgeous. Hi, my queen. That's a big one. You know, and that's your first red flag when a guy says that, because no normal guy talks like that. No, or, <laughs> or at least none of my guy friends do. <laughs> or at least not to a stranger, like somebody that they just met. Yeah. Like, you know, I can see maybe like a, hey, thanks for accepting my, like something almost personal. That's something that could just be put like copy and pasted somewhere, like yeah. sent to every person on your friends list. But yeah, I, I, I like Instagram. I enjoy Instagram. But oh my, even when we post something for our podcast, almost immediately we're getting you know, promote it here, do it, do this, do that. And like, they aren't real people. So yeah. like, it's, it's weird. A lot of people think scamming, they think they go straight for like the dating stuff, like just purely that sort of thing. But it's everywhere nowadays. Now I posted, this has been a couple years when I was looking for a different place to live. And I posted on Craigslist and saying, Hey, I'm looking for this kind of house and blah, blah, blah. And I actually had people responding back. Oh, well I live in Atlanta, but I have this house you know, they found the house that was for sale or, you know, because I went by because I knew the neighborhood. My girlfriend went with me. I was just curious. And now you send me the check and then I'll send you, you know, and oh, yeah. I'm like, so, I mean, I posted stories like that, you know, so oh. that people know, hey, don't use Craigslist like that. You can sell stuff, but. I, Craigslist is like something that just kind of disappeared too. Like that, it was so big when it first came out and like, yeah. you know, and obviously people used it for less than Other savory things. less than savory things yes yes, uh, yes but like nowadays with like facebook marketplace and stuff like that yeah you know and given what i do for a living i'm i'm a very cautious person to begin with and i don't like i, I like information i like knowing things and i like when i'm going to interact with somebody i like knowing about them you know like even just a podcast i went you know i went onto your website i wanted to get to know you because there's nothing worse than starting a show and the person has no clue what the other person does or why they're even talking to them but like for for a woman especially like getting in if even just like my wife wanted to buy a desk on Facebook Marketplace so mm -hmm. she found a nice desk and she was like can you come with me I was like absolutely not only just to carry the desk but because she didn't know this person we're showing up to people's houses like out of nowhere when wow. I when I was younger like it was don't talk to people on the internet and don't get into strangers' cars and now it's the complete opposite. In our world mm -hmm. where most social interaction now happens online and just like Uber or Lyft. I'm getting in a stranger's car. I don't know who this person is. Yeah. So yeah. do you think, though, that technology has made it easier for people to get scammed? Or do you think technology makes it easier for us to recognize scammers? Both. Mm -hmm. I mean, with the implosion of social media, it's I mean, I'm very cautious. I'm. I don't want to say I'm pessimistic because I'm not that type of a person, but as soon as I see something, my first thing is, okay, is it real or is it real or Memorex, the old commercial, you know, and I just, I'm very, you know, careful with online stuff. I think there's so much information out there, you know, like these guys that are in the military get their, these guys, scammers get these pictures mm -hmm. and pretend to be them. And it's like, how can you do that, you know, and how can you 
you know, I do have some someone I did have on the show from this other site. His particular picture was used and him and this lady got together and created this organization. But but no, social media is crazy. I mean, it's it's it has its good stuff. It really does. You know, I need to go on a YouTube to figure out how to do something. I mean, these instructions. That's how I learned uh, about podcasting. That's oh, how yeah. I, lo- I learned about my cricket machine and how to use it and, and other stuff, you know. And But I mean, you know, it has its good and it has its bad. You got to be careful. You know, my tagline is never send money to someone you don't know. Right. You know. Just I don't even want to send money to people I do know. So, <laughs> well, my my personal favorite are the calls you get. Your your this relative has been arrested and they need five hundred dollars in Apple gift cards for them to be released. I was like, oh, find me one police station in the entire world that takes Apple gift cards as a form of payment. I, <laughs> no. And, well, and, Chris Pratt wanting a $40 iTunes card. I mean, come on. <laughs> and that's the other big thing. A lot of people won't even ask for cash anymore or Venmo or anything like that because it is so – it is tracked. It is traceable. And it like if I were to Venmo somebody right now, I have time to call – to to report that. Like if somebody were to I, – you know, I got my cash app hacked once and then I deleted cash app because I was like I'm not dealing with this because they wouldn't help me with it. They're like you have to oh. file – you have to do all these things. And I was like – I'm telling you, I didn't do this. Like, it's just $5 that like somebody charged to my cash app. And I was like, but that's how it starts. Once they see that you're able, that they're able to do anything, then suddenly it's a slippery slope. But let's go back to the dating sites. All right. Cause again, I'm out of the pool. All right. Sorry, ladies, happily married, love of my life. I'm a very lucky guy, but I do remember, you know, Tinder and then Bumble and then all these other things, plenty of fish, like all of these things sprung out of nowhere and they were just almost they were more just like a social experiment than anything else it wasn't even trying to find lasting connection it was more just like you would show your friends like who's on the screen you would like it was almost like a popularity contest sometimes now what are you what are your thoughts on some of these newer dating apps because obviously match was more of an online based thing it was one of the first ones that were one of the biggest ones that came out it's still around match and e-harmony and stuff like that but what are your thoughts on you know your tinder your bumble some of those like quick swipes i did look at bumble mm-hmm. when it because the gal or something that created was on one of the talk shows and again i'm it's more curiosity because if it's a de- decent site and it's safe you know i'll give it a mention but i didn't know a whole lot about it i did sign up just for the heck of it just to the free you know that's the thing with plenty of fish there's so many on there because it's mostly free right you know, but with Bumble, um, I didn't really have much of an experience, but I've seen girls on TikTok talk about Bumble and scammers, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, they're, they're everywhere. And I mean, these guys' Photoshop skills are incredible because they try to, you know, what my, the thing is, and I saw this several years ago on a Facebook scam page, this guy was retired from the army. And he says, one of the things you can tell these guys is take a picture of yourself holding up three fingers or however you want to do it, mm-hmm. you know, by their face. Most of them won't do that. They'll do two fingers. They'll do this. It's not because it's not a picture they have, but there are some who will Photoshop it in. And I used the Reversi app on the Apple Store. It used to be free, but now they charge you. It's only like two fifty a month, but for me, it's well worth it. Mm-hmm. I take the pic, you know, take their picture, screenshot it, run it through, and if something comes up, it'll show you, and it'll show, oh, this guy's a scammer, or you'll see his picture six different times with six different names, or 
that they photoshopped it. It was a different guy's picture, but it's his finger. You know, I've gotten really good at catching that kind of stuff, you Mm -hmm. know, but I don't know much about Tinder. My daughter joined it for a short while, but I think, again, it was curiosity, but I don't know enough to say anything about them. Now, I did join eHarmony just for a month. Mm -hmm. I didn't have anything happen on there. And I think the reason probably is because it's more expensive. Right. And I think they go through more measures to keep it safe. Yeah. I mean, um, most people will look for those free apps or those quick apps, you know, Instagram, Tinder, Bumble, all those things, just because cost efficient. Cost efficient. Yeah. I, I make more money scamming somebody on those than I would if I was scamming on an eHarmony. And they do probably take better precautions or have better security and things along those yeah. lines. And, and it's more expensive. Yeah. So I remember when I first started doing the dating sites, that was like the biggest thing. Like, I was young too. Like, I think I st- I did my first dating site around like 22, 23. Mm-hmm. I was newly single and just it was like, well, this is what people are doing now. Like this is the way that it works. And I'm I'm not a very I can be very social, but I need to like be in the right environment. I can't just go out to a bar and just like make friends with everyone. I Oh, yeah, I can't either. <laughs> one of one of our co-hosts is notoriously good at it and he can, we can walk into any social situation and just be the most popular guy. Me, I, I like if I know you, I'm going to talk your ear off. Like mm-hmm. and, you know, I obviously I do a podcast where I'm basically talking to strangers, but like I started there and then just moved my way around and then suddenly Tinder came out and I remember same thing. Weirdest experience. I signed up for Tinder. And I didn't put a profile picture. Like I was just kind of, I was still learning how to, how to use it. And so I started swiping. Almost immediately, I started getting messages. And they're like, oh, you're so handsome. I'm like, I didn't put up a profile pic. What? And it was all of these, hey, come chat with me on this site. It's only $9.99 a minute. Wait, what? Oh. Wait, what? <laughs> Hold on a second. Let me get my credit card. No, all right. So... Even nowadays, like I still like I, my social media, like my personal stuff is very limited. I, I've been stepping away from it as of, like as of late because I found myself just hours on TikTok or things like that. But I'll still occasionally get a, a Snapchat request from somebody who I don't know. And it's like found your name by search. And then it's the other day I had a 10 minute conversation with a bot just because it was funny. So for, for you, I'm sure you have some good stories and you promised me that you had one and it took everything in me not to ask about it during the pre-interview. So I'm going to ask about it. Well, yeah, I had to pull it up because I had to refresh my memory. Right. This was probably two years ago. I had a fake Mark Hamill contact me. Yes. I'm a huge, huge, huge star Wars fan. And that's why, yep. That's why you and I clicked. All right. I figured it out. (laughs) We had to get there. All right. Star Wars, Star Star Trek, Stargate, you know, so anyway, so this normally these conversations I don't let go on long. If after a couple of days it's not going anywhere, I just I end it. Mm-hmm. But this one I'm like, well, I'll see, you know. And this went on several weeks, and so anyway, he gets to the point in the conversation where he's got to go to he's going to court for something. His management's screwing him out of money, you mm-hmm. know. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, he's got to go to court and he only has $500 left. And so he wants to know, well, you know, can you loan me $50,000? Oh, yeah, sure, sure. So, you know, working from home at that time, I had an eight o'clock conference call. So I said, well, I'm getting ready to go into a conference call and it'll be done at 1130, 12. I said, I'll take care of it right after that. Just send me the information, you know, however you want me to send it. If it's a bank account, cool. So... 
he sends it, you know, as soon as we get our lunch break, I pretend to go to the bank and then I get home, I, well, I get home and I tell him, you know, oh, I, the big thing is he's like, don't forget to send the receipt. So I'm like, okay, you know, so I told him I went to the bank, you know, and did it. And he goes, well, send me the receipt. And then I sent him one of my scammer memes that I created. You know, this particular one is one of the happy faces and it says, it's, was it waving? And it says, hi, scammer, how's Nigeria? Wow. And, and then he's like, wait, what do you mean? No, I'm really Marquette. You know, and I go through my whole thing of sending a couple other memes. One of them is Tim Curry as Frankenfurter. Mm -hmm. And it says, you got caught. How about that? You know, and I just, it just went on. Finally, I blocked him because I knew it really wasn't him. But my favorite part was he had to wait like four hours thinking I'm going to send him $50,000, but he sent me bank account information. The sad thing of all these scammers, like I've done ones where a guy contacts me and, you know, and I'll go back, oh, Joe, where have you been? You know, I still got that $5,000 you sent me to hold on to. When can I send it back to you? I really don't want to hold on to it anymore. Man, in seconds, they send me bank account information. Oh, yeah, very quick. And and then I come in with the, you know, the scammer meme and stuff. But the Mark Hamill one is my favorite because they had to wait. He had to wait four hours for me to reject him. <laughs> Thinking he was about to get a big uh, payday, too. Yes, oh, yes. Savage. I love it. So I'll, I'll tell you a reverse scammer story then. All right. So if you like Star Wars, do you know Greg Grunberg? The actor? That's not familiar. He, he's an Who actor. Did he play? Well, he's in the newer Star Wars, the J.J. Abrams Star Wars movie. If it's a J.J. Abrams movie, he's in it. Okay. But he was in the show Heroes back in the day. And it was one of my favorite shows. And that's actually how I started getting into podcasting because I followed a Heroes podcast. And they used to do a live show every week after the new episode. And they had somebody in the chat saying that he was Greg Grunberg, who was a star in the show. Like, Hey, like, let me on. I'll, I'll talk. I'll talk with you guys. I'll, like, just spamming and spamming and spamming. And then everybody's like, what, what is this guy doing? They w Then somebody in, else in the chat said, no, check out Greg Grunberg's Twitter. His official Twitter was saying, I'm trying to get on this show and they don't believe that I'm actually me. <laughs> so we're all watching it. And then so they, they have one of the hosts steps off. And because this was back in the early, early days of video podcasting, you can only have two people on it. Once. Yeah. And so, and it was the actual actor, Greg Grumberg, and he got on. He was like, I've been following you guys. You didn't believe who I was. <laughs> so that that's always, uh, when I think of scammers, I always think of that story for some reason, because it's the complete opposite. And yeah. if I ever like, so I, I've met a few celebrities, um, usually at conventions and stuff like that. And they'll always chat with you and stuff like that. If they don't promote what they're talking, like what they're asking you on their social media or something like that, or if you say, Hey, Post a picture of you and me on Twitter right now. Like, and they don't, that's always a good sign for me too. Like, it's just, it's so funny that people fall for these things too. So like you've done some interviews. Have you ever interviewed anybody who's fallen bad for one of these scams? No, I haven't had one that did that, but in St. Louis, which is where I live, there was a year ago, there was a lady, she's 81 years old, oh. and she was used as a money mule, which is basically 
this scammer would send have someone send her all these phones and whatever and she would sell them and send him the money and so the lady who worked on this from the eastern district of missouri she and i ended up being interviewed by the same channel five but we weren't together but she was and i recognized her voice Mm -hmm. well i got invited by this other organization to do a zoom thing she was on the thing and i'm like i recognize your voice i remember you well she told me she actually worked on that case they had agents go out to this lady's house to tell her look he's using you he's not real and she didn't believe him so i ended up pressing charges against her because they had all the evidence now she only got probation right because i was like please because i have the video or the she did a short video saying what happened and that she's not going to do it anymore and but she just looks like anybody's grandma sweetest thing and i you know this is one of those times please don't send her to jail right you know our home jail but don't put this poor thing but there's so many stories up out there of women who've sent thousands and thousands of dollars and it's it's that's what breaks my heart i have a good time doing this but i'm also trying to educate women and there are a lot of other places out there that do the same you know, don't fall, you know, never send money to someone you don't more don't know, no matter how sweet they talk to you mm-hmm. and say wonderful and beautiful things. They don't love you. They love your money. Right. You know, now one organization that I had, they were on my December show, they're called Advocating Against Romance Scammers. And their website is advocating for and the letter U.com. Kathy and Brian created, created the site. Kathy's mother was scammed romance scammed the person that romance scammed her was using brian's picture he was retired from the army and kathy went on a search looking for brian the real brian they ended up coming together and brian said his pictures have been used so many times Hmm. you know get a chance that's my last episode of 2023 because brian says somehow these women contact his wife and saying you know i'm having an affair with him which he isn't you know but it's it's the fact that some of these people will go that far but their website is fantastic they have even more stuff than i have they have their wall of scammers they have all kinds of information how not to fall for them so i mean that's a place that i plug on my blog as well i have a link that will take you right to them but you know check out their site as well as mine because they have so much they I had a great interview with them. I had a great conversation. They were just so wonderful and shared a lot of information. Mm-hmm. And we'll definitely have a link up to your website. It's during the probably closer to when the episode releases. Probably on Instagram, just because I love posting on Instagram. Just to get the, oh yeah, just to get the scammers. It's hilarious. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh so, yeah. Who do you think though is the most easily or the most frequently targeted by online scams? It's usually older women mm-hmm. because they assume. You know, they're lonely. Um, I'm not. <laughs> I've, I'm at a point in my life, my daughter's in her last year, last semester of college, been divorced since 2005. I just, I'm, I have so many awesome things in my life. I work, I have this, I do t-shirts on the side with my cricket machine and stuff, which is, I make my own shirts for my blog. And I just, I have, and I have friends and I just, I'm, I don't want to say I'm turned off on men. I'm not. I like men. I'm just turned off on the whole dating scene only because, oh, it's so much work. And, you know, what guy wants to go out with a girl who talks to strange guys on the internet every day? 
You know, I mean, really, I wouldn't want him doing that. And this has kind of become my passion project. I wish I could afford to retire because I could do this all day long. Right. <laughs> but um, it's it's just, it's not what I want, but I'm happy. I'm content. And I don't know a lot of people that can say that. And a lot of these women are vulnerable. They're older. They're lonely. Maybe they're not as attractive. Maybe they're overweight. That's my probably why I get hit because I am heavier or as my grandmother would say more to love but it's it's just oh it makes me sad I do get emails on occasion from a woman you know oh this guy I sent him $500 and no don't do that you know just check out my blog and I'm happy to talk to you on the phone I have talked to some before they have relatives you know that my mother's I don't know what to do and you know and I I give them all my information I point them in the direction of the FBI I always tell them if you've been scammed report it to the FBI that link is also on my blog you know because you got to report it not saying they're going to get your money back but the important thing is report it Mm -hmm. so before because we are getting close to our our time limit what are some signs that people should look for when they're in when they're dealing with somebody that might be a scammer what are some of the biggest signs well, the first one is if they first thing they say to you is hi, pretty, hi, gorgeous, hi, beautiful, hi, sexy. Hello, my queen. <laughs> That's number one. When they say, well, I'm in the army and I'm on a peacekeeping mission named that country. Another one is you'll get a lot of guys that say they're on an oil rig. Are there a doctor in the military again? All right. The sweet talk that starts right away. That's the first sign because no guy I know that is going to talk like that, especially to someone they don't know. Mm-hmm. So, the, I mean, it's the sweet talk. That's the thing right there and how they say hi to you. All right. So, and it's a lot of like not using your name or just a lot of the pet names and stuff like that you were saying. The the oil rig thing kind of surprised me. I, I, I've never heard of something like that. There are guys, they'll say they're on an oil rig, you know, and they'll have pictures on their account, you know, but they're not really, they're scammers, you know. I, I I wonder why oil rigs. Like just I guess maybe because they're harder out in the field all the time, or like harder to find people who work in oil rigs. I guess that that's yeah. weird. Like yeah, like I've 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 dabbled with some information about this stuff. I work with kids, and one of the things that we talk about is social media and, and social media safety. Unfortunately for kids, it's a lot more. Don't send pictures of your junk because that's what teenage boys are weird nowadays. And unfortunately, we have a very strange culture with social media. You know, it's it's when when I first got social media, it was MySpace. That was that was like it. I remember that. And yeah. MySpace was like the simplest but most intricate social media. You you people learned how to do mild coding. Like you were able to put like songs on there, and like you had to learn how to do stuff like that. But nowadays, like social media, it follows what you do. It suggests people that you may not know, and like. It, it tracks your stuff. And uh, we watched a documentary on Netflix called uh, The Social Dilemma. I don't know if you've ever seen it. I haven't seen that one. I've watched a couple. I have friends. Hey, you got to watch this. You got to watch this. So then I go watch it. <laughs> yeah. The, the Social Dilemma talks about Facebook and how their algorithms track what you do, how long you spend on certain things like talk. I I got into TikTok mostly for the podcast and I would do you know clips and blurbs and then I would just you know kind of follow things. But I found that the more I would watch certain videos, the more they would pop up on my feed, which is normal yes. because it's tracking what you're doing. But then, like, when I was at the school that I work at, I'm at a high school, and, you know, I'm surrounded by teenage boys, and we're all using similar networks or the same Wi-Fi or whatever it is, 
And suddenly my feed is more accustomed to what they're looking at because a lot of people don't real people think that your phone's like listening to you. It's really connecting to the area that you're in. So if I go to like my grandma's house and I connect to her Wi-Fi, I'm suddenly going to get things that like she was looking at with her Wi-Fi. So unfortunately, like my TikTok feed started to get like inappropriate and mm-hmm. it's all just trying to get you off the TikTok to get somewhere else, like an inappropriate website or so that they can get your information. So I, I find this stuff fascinating and I'm, and I'm constantly learning about it myself. So it's, it was awesome to, to chat with you about it. So yeah, yeah. I mean, I started doing TikTok, kind of a funny story. I was having DirecTV put in my house and they see the magnets on my car that advertise my blog and mm-hmm. podcast. And so I was talking to the guy. Well, the guy's supervisor shows up to make sure everything's going fine. And, you know, he sees that we talk and actually he goes, well, you want TikTok? And I said, no, you need to get on TikTok. That's a great avenue for you to do your thing, you know? And so I'm doing more now. I do a segment, you know, Scammer Sweet Talk. Mm -hmm. One, you know, now last, yesterday, day before, I posted actually an audio conversation of my, that I had with Scammer. And that's up to like almost 500 views. That's awesome. So I'm like, well, that's cool, you know. So I'm trying to get more creative with it. I bought a book because I'm trying to figure out how these people do all this fancy stuff. So Yeah. Oh, (laughs) it it is. Like even, even you and I connected in a podcasting Facebook group. Yes. So that's how I got a lot of interviews. Oh my God. It's awesome. Yeah. But at the same time, like I'll post in one of those groups, like, Hey, we're looking to, to interview people. And this, the scammers on that are wild. And I'll talk, I'll chat with them. My, my wife, like we were sitting uh, on the couch and you know, I'm looking at messages and she's like, why do you have like 500 people on there that all don't really look like somebody you'd be friends with? Or like, I forget yeah. exactly, but I was like, these are all scammers that are that went into my my spam and then my other stuff that are trying to help me promote my podcast. Yeah, oh. I got a couple emails to this morning. Yeah. It's wild. And I did so what I'll do with them is I'll 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 mess with them and like I'll be like, "Oh, well, I don't believe that you I'm not going to give money to a stranger who can't prove that their service works." And I would have, every once in a while like one of them would be like, "I'll get you a thousand downloads right now." And then suddenly my downloads start going up and I'm like, "And block because one guy threatens me afterwards. He said, if you don't, I'm going to review bomb all of your shows. Like he's going to literally, whatever bot service that they use was going to put nothing but negative reviews on all of our shows. And I was like, okay, like go, go for it. Report, block, see you later. That's that. Yeah. But yeah, if yeah. people wanted to get some of your content, what are the best ways for people to do that who are listening? Yeah. I mean, the one thing is my topic is so specific. Mm-hmm. It's hard to get guests and whatever, which I mentioned earlier. But that page, it's like if somebody says, well, I'm looking for guests, it's not a specific thing. I send them a message. Right. And if it's something that might work for them like you, great. And I mean, I had somebody else and they're like, well, no, that's not what we're really looking for. I said, that's fine. You know, I just, I read those every week and I see, okay, who can I get on? And, you know, and, and I always say, if anybody has a online romance scam story you know i would love to have you on my blog real quickly yeah (laughs) i my best friend and i she was i had her on my um one of my episodes and basically it was talking about dating in the 80s because i just turned 60 Mm -hmm. she's three years younger than me and you were talking about oh yeah i gotta tell you where you're going when you're meeting somebody and all that and that's what we did now cell phones weren't around back then right (laughs) but you know so i would say okay i'm meeting this guy we're going to tgi fridays 
and then I'll call you when I get home. And she did the same thing with me, Mm -hmm. you know, so that was, that's a whole hilarious episode on its own. Just talking about all the weird stuff in the (laughs) eighties. Although it's my favorite music decade. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. Still is. Still holds up very well. But uh, for anybody who is listening and they want to get in touch with uh, Patsy or learn more about it, we have onlinedatingwithpatsy.com. You can also find her on probably every social media I can imagine. So yeah, um, on Twitter, it's Patsy Online Date. And that's all I post all my whenever I'm uploading a new episode or a new blog post or just information in general. Awesome. So if you guys are listening, make sure you guys follow, check it out. Let her know that we sent you and that you heard her on here. Patsy, this was fantastic. This was educational it was fun and it was hilarious at times well i appreciate you having me i really do thank you so much absolutely we're gonna have to get you back on the show one of these days and just just to share stories the stories alone i can imagine are wild yes (laughs) all right patsy thank you so much again you have a good rest of your day all right you too thank you take care oh wow that was uh... That was really interesting. I really, I, I dug it. You know, Patsy was very, just kind of like just such a, a powerful message, especially for women and especially for people who are single and in the dating pool. Be careful, be smart and, you know, just listen to some of the things that she said and some of the things that she brought up and just, wow, like really important stuff and really important. Like I have sisters, I'm married. I, you know, I would never want something to happen to any of my sisters or my wife and, or even to me, like scamming happens to men too. So If you guys were listening and you got something from this, make sure you let Patsy know. She was fantastic. If you're looking for more of our content, you can go to our website, themisfitfaction.com. You can also find us, ironically, on all social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Just type in The Misfit Faction. Odds are you'll find some of our stuff. Thank you guys again for listening, and we'll see you next time.